0: Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, also on Spotify and the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Also, check us out on FiveReasonsSports.com. Make sure you spell that out. We have all the content there without a paywall like the newspapers have. And check out Playback. We're going to be on Playback on Saturday. We'll post it on the Five Reasons Twitter feed. We'll be there starting at about 3.30 for Heat Knicks game three as long as you are connected to a tv provider it's free and you can come on and chat with us hang out with us we'll have a full crew of hosts from the five reasons sports network also check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network that includes our friends over at all pro construction builders check them out at allproconstructionbuilders.com or on instagram at allproconstructionbuilders based in miami danny and his team they will get you the impact windows and doors that you need to protect yourself from the elements here in south florida including the hurricanes. And, well, not the Miami Hurricanes, but you know, the ones that come around August and September, all the names, storms. And they can do the additions and renovations, too, so they can make your whole place look nice. Don't wait until you got to find shutters a minute before, like, Hurricane Jessica is coming or something like that in September. Make sure that you get your hurricane windows and doors now. Mention five reasons. you get a 10% discount. Again, Danny and his team will take care of you, so check them out at allproconstructionbuilders.com. And now today's episode.
1: Down the biscuit.
0: Yikes.
1: Biscay. Uh five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, rain bubble fraud. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all Check the floor play. Got a all van. Y'all seen the block. Stop with one hand. Pat with trust, it's power have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
0: All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and the Five Reasons Sports. I do want to mention for all pro construction builders, you can reach out to Danny directly. That's at 305. 484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. And they service the entire area all the way down to Monroe County. We're going to talk Jimmy today. Um, Alex and I were at practice. Jimmy was not available. In fact, we didn't even see him when we came in. We came in, he and Kyle Lowry were already gone. That tends to happen. And so all we were able to get was an update from Eric Spolstra, which was not an update that he would give us an update, 215. On Saturday, but if you've been following Jimmy Butler on Instagram and following the late night workouts at the arena, and if you've been talking to people around Jimmy, which maybe you haven't, but we have, he's going to play on Saturday. Um, he was very close to playing in game two, and they held him out. As Eric Spelcher said, they just kind of ran out of time. I also think that some of the other factors involved here, you'd gotten the split in New York. You had four days off coming up. It didn't make sense to push him out there, and he'd almost won that game without him. They had, they had sort of a role-player masterclass but they just couldn't finish it in part because officiating got in the way. And I don't usually blame officiating, but that was a disaster class. Uh, And and so hopefully uh, that particular officiating crew, at least lead official for the heat's sake, won't be back around in this series. But Jimmy Butler will be. And so we wanted to put this into some kind of context because it's one thing to say Jimmy's on a good run. It's another to say he may be potentially on the best playoff run in Miami Heat history when you're looking at, the types of players that have played for this organization. Um, obviously, you're starting with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, but also Chris Bosh, also Shaquille O'Neal, even if it was sort of late mid-career Shaquille O'Neal. Um, and you had all the other Hall of Famers who've come through, okay, even though they were not in their prime. Guys like Gary Payton, Ray Allen. Now you've got potential Hall of Famers like Kyle Lowry and Kevin Love. And also, of course, Alonzo Mourning and Tim Hardaway, two more Hall of Famers. A lot of Hall of Famers have played for this organization and a lot of other really good players like an Eddie Jones, like a Jamal Mashburn, etc. And yet what Jimmy is doing is kind of unprecedented. And, and, you know, th- this comes with the fact that Dwayne Wade had arguably the best finals performance we've ever seen, at least to that point, averaging 34.7 in the finals. And LeBron James had one of the best seasons we've ever seen 2012, 2013, which finished with a championship. But Alex, as you went through some of the numbers here and what Jimmy's done and it's six game sample size, but it's, it's, it's a build on what he's done in the postseason, or at least two of the three previous postseasons with Miami, not the Bryn Forbes series. And you put it to context, like this is really unprecedented what he's done.
1: Yeah. And it's crazy. Cause it, you know, it's felt every bit as spectacular as it's looked and you know, the stats back all of that up, but it's, I was like kind of flabbergasted looking through some of these stats. Shout out basketball reference and stat head, you know, makes it really easy for me to just kind of compare all these different playoff seasons here. I ended up kind of going a little bit crazy with it. So I pulled up two different playoffs for Jimmy, LeBron, and Dwayne to try to kind of make it fair like the two best playoff runs for each player. And, uh, you know, just for one thing, right? This is not everything that matters, but when you look at per 100 possessions, so adjusting for pace which matters a lot when comparing between different eras, of course. When you look at points per 100 possessions, Jimmy's playoffs so far, you know, through six games, is way higher, (laughs) way higher than anything else we've seen from a Heat player in the playoffs before. So right now it's at just under 45 points per 100 possessions. Second place is LeBron in 2012 with just under 39 points. So that's about (laughs) six points per 100 possessions of a gap there between first and second place obviously it's only been six games it's not a full playoff run like these other seasons that we're comparing here but even then like he despite that we know what happened in the first round they faced the milwaukee bucks so it's not like they got through you know some easy opponent that's kind of affecting these stats he's he did it against top tier competition that's just one thing right you look at the fact that this all these um playoff runs here he has the highest usage at 33.5 and the lowest turnovers uh per 100 possessions from all of these uh playoff runs actually first and second when you look at lowest turnovers like he what he's doing right now I think it's just incredible I didn't think that like I I thought it was I'm kind of stumbling all over my words here and I think that's kind of where Jimmy's left me I thought it was going to be a thing where we look at the numbers and it's like wow Jimmy's on par with everybody here, but no, it's like wow, what he's doing so far—it's not just outdoing everything he's done before. He's—he's he's kind of outdoing by by some of these numbers what LeBron and Dwayne have done. Now, obviously, he hasn't, you know, won the ch- the championship yet, but just going through uh, going through some of these, you know, LeBron w- where he's got Jimmy beat is the the rebounding, and I think the the higher assist percentage. LeBron's got the the two highest there. Jimmy with the lowest turnover stuff to me is really, really impressive. Just because you kind of think of LeBron and Dwayne as these elite all-time passers, and Jimmy does not get that at all. And we know that he's not the same level of passer as LeBron and Dwayne when it comes to actual passing ability. But when it comes to being a floor general playmaker, he turns over the ball. Those, so I just think the way that he plays, which is maybe a little bit more conservative as a passer, really works out for him. It ends up. Being huge, when you go at, I know I'm just kind of rambling here. I'm just comparing some of these seasons. When you go through like win shares per 48, Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy has the the highest one, but it was actually last year's playoff run. Oh. And then uh, LeBron 12 is second, and this year's Jimmy playoff run is third. What he's doing right now is kind of unbelievable. Let's see, he's also got the highest steals percentage, tied with Dwayne's 06 run. I'm I'm trying to just uh, communicate, you know.
0: Which is the other Dwayne run that you're looking at? You're looking at 06. Oh yeah, 06.
1: sorry, I, sh- I should have said that from the top. This is all very messy, but okay. So basically, I grabbed um, the last two Jimmy playoff runs. So this year and last year for Dwayne, I grabbed oh six and two thousand eleven, and okay. for LeBron, twelve and thirteen. Okay. And
0: so when Dwayne, so when Dwayne, do, just just to put this into some context, so when Dwayne had help, right? So because 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 you, you could also look at oh nine and ten, but that was one series each time and he had very little help on those two teams and got eliminated in the first round. That was Atlanta and Boston. Um, Just to pivot on this a little bit, because I do think the help matters here because I'm curious how we contextualize that because in one way people will say, okay, well, Jimmy has to do a lot of this because unlike, unlike, you know, even Dwayne in 11, okay. Dwayne had LeBron with him and LeBron was pretty damn good until the finals. Right. Okay. And because, Dwayne, if you remember Dwayne's 2011, the Eastern Conference Finals against Chicago, he was not good. He, he was their third best player. Uh, Bosh was better than him in that series, and Dwayne really struggled in Chicago. LeBron was by far their best player in, in, the, in the Chicago series. Dwayne was better in the finals. We know that. Um, and 06 is interesting because it was the year before that, that Shaq was out for the first part of that run. But in 06, Shaq, at least from a scoring perspective, might as well have been out because he wasn't really a featured option for the Heat. He was more of a decoy, but he was an important decoy and, and obviously a decoy, Greg, that Avery Johnson focused too much on. But but I guess when we put, we put this into some context, we're kind of like, OK, <laughs> you know, in some ways, Jimmy's numbers are padded somewhat because he does not have Tyler with him. Bam has not made a significant impact. But then, what Alex is saying is important here too. He didn't get the benefit in this playoff run of facing a weak first-round opponent, like say, like LeBron faced the Milwaukee team that LeBron faced in the first round. I mean, Brandon Jennings was their best player.
2: Okay? Yeah, or the Bobcats. Not Giannis,
0: not Giannis Antetokounmpo and Drew Holiday. So, I mean, Jimmy hasn't caught a break. There's, there's like no warm-up series here, and even, even Dwayne's 06. That Chicago team they played in the first round, which pushed them to two, 2 was okay, but not at the level of this Milwaukee team, which won 58 games and had championship aspirations. And, are you, and you mentioned also – so you're not looking at 05 with Dwayne. You're looking at um, – because he got hurt in that one. And in 11, they've opened with Philadelphia, right, which was – that was Drew Holiday. As also was
1: Drew Holiday. Evan <laughs> Turner, Iguodala.
0: Iguodala, uh, right, exactly. That, that, and Lou Williams. Um, so how, how do we put that into context, Greg?
2: For me a big part of this has to do with advancing cuz like I think back to those Dwayne Wade years where he had less help right and mm-hmm. he had some pretty robust stat lines I think like the Celtics series is one that I remember I probably he probably averaged over 30 in that series um to that point though like when you don't advance I feel like that puts a cap on where you can end up in the in the hearts and minds of heat fans in the rankings that we try to do when we analyze and try to quantify where these things stand. To me, um, the big part of it is the giant slayer, you know, thing that they did with Milwaukee, and now the chance that they could, you know, win this series against New York and end up in the conference finals. That's where I think it edges out some of the other runs and it's why Dwayne's 06 run to me is more important than some of those other ones, obviously because you got to close the deal and no one's ever going to, I think put Jimmy in a tier ahead of LeBron or Dwayne um, unless he were to win a championship. That's like, you can't even go there um, conceptually until he wins a championship. I feel like, but just, it puts it in perspective. And if he continues down this track and he continues to play like this in the heat advance. I feel like even if you don't make the finals, it'll be remembered, but it's not going to measure up to Dwayne or LeBron because the title means a lot. I mean, a lot of what we focus on when we think back to these series, like you mentioned Shaq not being a score, but I think he had 30 and 20 in the second round against Chicago that. in that run. He but did. against Dallas, he wasn't a scorer. So it's it, it, it's weird the way that, like, it's such an adventure the further you go into a, a, a playoff run. And so I think that that's where we need to give Jimmy a little more time.
0: And, and, and when you go back to, say, Tim and Zoe, their runs were truncated by losing in the first round, exactly. even though, you know, Timmy had the 38 points to advance in the first year. And Zoe had, you know, some great numbers. I, I think the other thing is we sort of, again, put this into context which is what we're trying to do here is they're very there's no heat player other than Jimmy that I could find uh whose numbers go up career wise in the playoffs like not even Dwayne's okay Uh, like not even Dwayne's not even bronze um and and certainly there are some guys historically those tended to go down a little bit um, and then there are others who were really good players for the Heat, and they went down a lot. Eddie Jones and Jamal Mashburn are the two that come to mind. And then there are others who were just complete flops in the playoffs, like Jermaine O'Neal. Okay, so there, there's different levels to this. There's going to be an interesting conversation as we go forward about where Bam fits in that. Um, is he ultimately going to be in the Eddie Jones, Jamal Mashburn camp, where he's really good in the regular season but it slips a little in the playoffs, or does he maintain a level in the postseason as kind of Tim Hardaway did? There Again, there's there's levels to this, and we always talk about the playoffs tell. Um, I, I guess, Alex, the, the, the thing about it, uh, when we look at, at at Jimmy historically, a lot of this is, is now you're going to have a four-year sample, right? And it's a weird sample because of COVID and because of the bubble and because of players who've come in and out. But LeBron had a four-year sample. So at least there's going to be apples to apples to compare there. But most are going to say, well, LeBron's team got to the finals four years. And won two titles. so again, Jimmy doesn't have the help that LeBron had. <laughs> he doesn't have Dwayne with him, he doesn't have Chris Bosch with him, he doesn't even have their role players were guys like Ray Allen and Shane Battier, and Udonis has them, you know, reasonably close to his prime. And uh and Mike Miller couldn't even get on the court a lot of the time, whereas the Heat are playing role guys who were UDFAs. Uh, but but I'll just put it this way: if Jimmy can get to a second finals. In four years, plus an Eastern Conference Finals where he was one shot away from making the finals. Isn't that as impressive as what LeBron did in four years?
1: Man, you're hitting me with the tough questions, man. (laughs) Staying on brand. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's as impressive. I think what Leif is saying. It's true. You got to close out, and that's why we got to give them more time. Not that they're going to win a championship this season. I still don't think that's going to happen. But who knows, right? We didn't think we we're going to be here right now. Definitely didn't think that we'd be, you know, feeling good about them possibly but Alex, fact, Alex isn't that part of again. the story
0: here though? The fact that we didn't yes. feel we were going to be here right now.
1: That's what makes it special. Right, That's like, an like
0: okay, and, and now, like, we believe, I think all three of us awesome. think they're, they're going to beat the Knicks in this. I, I think they're going to beat the Knicks in this series, barring another significant injury. Okay, they can't lose anybody else. They can't lose, at this point, you can't lose Caleb Martin. Like, you can't you lose anybody else. You're Caleb, just
1: so Gabe, all of those guys, that would be a you, devastating you, type you, of you loss can, right yeah, now. You,
0: can, you can't lose one of them, okay? But provided that, and then we, we saw in the last game, Caleb and Max both said they're going to play in the next game. Both of them got hurt in the last game. You don't know what's going to happen here before this and the end of the series. But I mean, if if they win this series, I mean, they're literally they're one series from the finals. Um, Boston Philly is tonight as we're speaking. Embiid hasn't been himself yet. Miami feels they can compete with Boston because they always have, and we all believe they can compete with Philadelphia. That's who we thought that would be their targeted matchup to start the the, the, the playoffs. Like it's 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 not crazy at this point. But it was crazy, and the only reason it's not crazy is because of Jimmy Butler. And so so that's – right? Like No, but think about it this way.
2: This is – and the more you unpack this, I think we can get to the bottom of of a lot of – the expectations are the big thing, right? Because like LeBron came to Miami, the big three formed, and honestly, at that time when he left back to Cleveland, a lot of people considered – now in retrospect – I have a different opinion but many other people at that time were saying that maybe they underachieved a bit. Four finals was great but they probably should have won 3, maybe even four titles. That you know like that was kind of the thought whereas with Jimmy the uh the bubble run in 2020 mm-hmm. completely unexpected. So you didn't have that expectation level. This run completely unexpected and you didn't have that expectation level. So then when you see him drag a team that you had no expectations for, you already are thinking about those guys in a lower level than you were the surrounding players for any of LeBron's games here. And so then it's a a thing where you're like, wow, Jimmy Butler is really doing this and like basically defying every level of logic that we could ever come up with. And so that's why it's so, it's so hard. It's like a conundrum to get to the bottom of it. Cause you feel it's counterintuitive to put it in front of LeBron, but because of the expectation level, I think that some of it is like, you're you, you have no choice, but to look at it and think like, gosh, is this really that level? And I
1: think it is. It's like grading on a curve almost, right? Correct. Or it's, it's like, we didn't see any of this coming. And I completely get where you're going. The, the fact that it's LeBron, Dwayne and you know, championship day brought is the only thing that really, separates it because the Definitely. level of play you can argue has been better and that is insane like i'm not gonna say it has been all the way because uh, again he hasn't closed out but when you just look at the individual play it's really hard not to say it's been just as good if not better and again just a couple of more things that stood out to me here i, I mentioned it in the chat so jimmy so far through these six games that he's played in, in these playoffs is showing shooting just under 63 percent from two lebron's best in miami from two was 55, like that is an eight percentage difference. Dwayne's best in Miami shooting from two was 52, 11 percent difference. Like it's insane. And then you look at, you know, just some other advanced stats here. Uh, not that one is, you know, one is going to tell you all. But if you're kind of grouping them all together and they're telling you similar things, like you have Jimmy's um, playoff so far has the is the best per in Heat history. Uh, he has the best shooting – true shooting percentage in Heat history by far. Se- um, second place is last year's playoff run, which he's outdoing by six percentage points in true shooting right now through these six games. And then, you know, I already mentioned before, he has the highest win shares per 48 with this run. I mean, with last year's run. I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand how he's doing this without another superstar teammate. No shots to bam out of whatsoever. But he's doing this without somebody else who most people would con- consider to be his peer. And I don't think that takes away from anything because it, it it should be making things harder for him. And he's had, you know, Bam and Goron, good teammates. Mm. You can't compare him to, do, you know, what Dwayne and LeBron had when they were here. And it's just, I don't even know how to process this. Like, how is he outdoing these guys by such a huge margin? I understand it's only been six games. But we're like, what is happening right now? Maybe you're right. Maybe, you know, grading on a curve, this might be more impressive because absolutely nobody saw this coming. When you talk Mm -hmm. about this four-year run, excluding 2021, of course, like all three of these, right, that we're talking about where he's been just absolutely special out of this world, nobody saw it coming. And I think that's kind of the point with Jimmy. He Nobody saw it coming, and he's outperforming these dudes. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it.
0: Well, look, here's the thing. He didn't get a Dame Lillard yet. Uh, he hasn't got, didn't get a Donovan Mitchell. Um, there's no cavalry who's come to help him. I mean, since last offseason, there's not. I mean, all the Heat have really done since he's come is play around the margins, really. And this past offseason, they didn't even do that. They, they took one of his starters was to, that he wanted to keep was taken away. Not that, not that the Heat made the wrong decision there, because I still believe that not paying PJ Tucker was the right decision but essentially all they've done is just try to increase the upside of UDFA's i mean that that's really what they and and then this off season, uh you know again uh we t- we heard a lot about bam carrying more of the load and it happened for 2 thirds of the season and it stopped happening and now he doesn't even have tyler hero who was who was the other the guy other guy who could create any kind of offense beyond him so i i think here's the thing about it and and after the the the, the sponsors here will will we'll close this the loop on this but it, people may discredit this by saying, well, he's putting up numbers because nobody else can. But the efficiency numbers belie all of that because it's not like he's chucking. It, I mean, like, like like Alex said, he's shooting under 63% from two in these playoffs. Like, And he faced a defensive team that although it was not the defensive team it was early in the year, the Bucks were considered to be an elite defensive team who have given him trouble in the past. So it's it's just – it is kind of insanity. Now, the only thing to hold against him at this stage is six game sample size. Okay. But as you look forward here in the playoffs, there's this dichotomy. Okay. And this is always what's kind of gotten me about this is that he's going to be held accountable. Well, not accountable, but he, he will not be given the credit that LeBron and Dwayne will get for finishing the deal when that has nothing to do with him. You understand what I'm saying? Like, 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 that's not a reason to discredit him. It will be used that way in debates. Well, they didn't make the finals. He didn't carry them to the finals. Okay, but LeBron and Dwayne had help. Like, in all of those And they clubs. had
2: LeBron and Dwayne.
0: Right, they had LeBron and Dwayne. Or, or, or in Dwayne's case, you had Shaq, who was the, the maybe one of the greatest decoys in NBA history, even at that stage. And even look at the rest of that 06 team. I mean, again, look at the role players on those teams, Okay. James Posey, Antoine Walker, who had been an All Star, Jason Williams, who had been a, a you know a, a top level point guard for a while before he came, and even though he was towards the end of his career, Gary Payton. Okay, I mean look, I mean look, look, I mean look. Okay, so I guess you're saying Jimmy got Kevin Love towards the end of his career. So is he is he the Gary Payton or Ray Allen in this example? I don't know that he has. I don't know that Kevin, as well as he's played recently, has as much left as Ray did. In if his they last- win it
2: all. He can be.
0: I guess he could be, but you also had Shane and you also had, you had guys like James Jones who couldn't get off the bench. James Jones would play ahead of Duncan Robinson on this team. Okay. Most likely. Okay. Um, So it's, it's, uh, it's just kind of remarkable what Jimmy's doing. I do want to mention a couple of the sponsors here on the five reasons sports network. We always mention prize picks. That's our fantasy sponsor. Use the code five F I V E. Get that initial deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Want to be clear on this. It's a match. It's a match. We have a lot of people who are signing up. They're not depositing. They're not going to give you the money unless you deposit some money, but it's still a pretty damn good deal. If you put down $20, they're going to give you $20. There's no rollovers. It's your money to play with right away. You put down $100, they're going to give you $100. And, again, you can play more than the NBA, so you can pair players from different sports, different teams. They've got everything from MLS to NHL to MLB to MMA. It's all on there in addition to the NFL props for the season. Go to Prize Picks. download it from the Google Play Store, Apple App Store, Go to prizepicks.com. I can tell you of all the Daily Fantasy, this is the easiest one to use by far, okay? And that's why we promoted here at the Five Reasons Sports Network. Also, Better Edge. Better Edge. Go to betteredge.com. There you can use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. You get $20 to play. What's different about this from other gambling sites is that first thing, it's legal in 44 states, including the state of Florida. It's actually legal in every NBA city except Salt Lake, but, you know, it's Salt Lake. Go to betteredge.com, use the code 5RSN, you get $20 to play. The reason it's legal is you're betting against others who use it. You're not, it's like betting against your friends, okay, or new friends. You're not betting against the app or some bookie or something like that, and you will get paid right away. So go to betteredge.com, use the code 5RSN. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, Flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with help BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash Miami Heat today to get ten percent off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot slash Miami Heat. Greg, you make a good point here in the chat, and I I agree with it. Um, Jimmy, we talk about moments, okay? And this is kind of where we'll close the loop on this. And when you think of Dwayne, I mean, look, it's going to be hard to ever get past. First thing, it was the Heat's first, okay? And it was done with a homegrown star. Like, Dwayne was Chicago's, but he was ours, okay? We're seeing him develop in front of our eyes. He's the one Shaq wanted to still be here when he came, et cetera. They're down 2-0. First thing they got past Detroit, which at the time was the the team that you had to get past, right? And Dwayne had a hell of a lot to do with that. But again, he got help from Jay Will in game seven. Um, but then you look at 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 or game six, I guess it was that year. But then you look at what he did in the finals. You're down two oh, you're down 15. We ain't going out like this. And he just, it's like, you know, he just set off a bomb, okay, on the NBA. Okay. No, I mean, look, look at the guys that age don't do that as the lead guy okay so he had so many moments right and LeBron had plenty of moments during playoff runs okay and you know the Indiana series in 12 with Bosch out obviously game six in Boston in 12 it's funny 12 was actually 13 was his best season 12-13 but 11-12 was his best playoff run and then even in 13-14 LeBron dragged them to the finals that year because Dwayne was not himself and Bosh was inconsistent and, and this morning cast had cratered a little bit um, by 13, 14, but Jimmy's got the moments now. Like <laughs> Jimmy, I mean, you go back to last year and some of that game six um, in Boston, which statistically was comparable to LeBron's. Okay. But then you look at this year and, and the, the two games in Milwaukee in particular, and even what he did in game one against New York. Uh, I, I just, there's there's just moments everywhere, and he's also doing it against high profile teams. Like it's gonna get remembered what he does against the Knicks. It's he got a coach fired
2: yep. already. Beating and, the Bucks, well, that will be remembered differently. You're totally right.
0: And then if you get through if you get through this series and into the next series, you're facing either Boston, which is always gonna remembered, or he's gonna beat his own. If he gets to the finals, he's got to go through his old team in Philadelphia, the one Tobias Harris over me, Tobias Harris over me. Right. And then I don't know who's going to be waiting on the other side. If you got that far, it could be Denver. It could be the Lakers. It doesn't look like it's going to be Phoenix. Um, You know, I guess it could be Curry on the other side, but the, the moments are there for him. Like, I guess the thing is, I don't know that I can declare this the greatest ever because it's only six games, but he has set himself up for it.
2: Yep. If he, and here's the, the last thing I'll say on this topic for today is that, if they actually were to make it to the finals, I won't even say win the finals, but if they make the finals, that is going to come jam-packed with a ton more moments, to your point. And there's going to be other guys who step up. Jimmy will continue to have more moments. And so that's the un—that's the, the part of this we don't know, the unknown. And, and so that's the fun part to see unfold. It's just he's got to get those games. And when you go look at those playoff stats and all the, the years that Alex was pulling the data for – You're talking 16 games, 17 games, 19 Mm -hmm. games, whatever it may be, not six. And so that's where the difference is. But it's going to be exciting to watch him get this done.
0: And and Alex, I I guess uh, Heat fans want to see Bam step up. Obviously, we were there today and Bam, I think, said a truth, which is that, you know, he's being guarded differently this year and that's people adjusted to his offensive game. He's seeing more bodies in the paint. So I kind of feel like for Jimmy to get to where he wants to go, Bam has to, get back to the level that he was first two-thirds of the season. But if he doesn't, and Jimmy drags the bear anyway, <laughs> it's even more significant. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time we saw a one-man show lead a team to the finals?
1: That's true. That's, that's not something that you see anymore. It's always the best players. I mean, I guess twenty 2018... Iverson did it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That's, that's true. That's yeah. Two, my two, time. Two, two, but
0: 2011, and he won them the one game in that series by himself. But, I, but really, it doesn't
1: – I mean, when – 2018, LeBron was the other one that came up to my head with that Cavs team that was just yes. kind of terrible, that couldn't defend, and had a bunch of Well, in 15,
0: 15, LeBron, but see, he didn't drag them to the finals by himself, but then Love and Kyrie got hurt. So he had to yeah. do it all himself, and he was playing out there with Matthew Della Vadova as his most reliable sidekick. But you're right, to get to the finals, the Toronto team with Kawhi had – Siakam, oh, great and, team.
1: they and had a lot of he, good players. Lowry,
0: like closer to his prime, like did last year's Golden State team, like Curry didn't dragged them there by him. So I mean, Clay wasn't Clay, but Draymond is is probably a is Hall it, of Famer. Is it
1: just LeBron then? Like I mean, you guys mentioned AI. That's a pretty good one. I wasn't watching during the two thousand one playoffs, but as far as LeBron <laughs> two thousand seven, two thousand
0: eleven. I'm sorry, two thousand one. Yeah.
1: LeBron, LeBron 07 and LeBron 2018, I think, are the ones that, that come yeah. up in my head. Like nobody even close to him. I guess 2018 he still had Kevin Love, but
2: we none didn't of those know how team. bad that team was. None of those first teams. None of nope. them. No, nah, yeah. this is that none is of why the Warriors he, teams. Either a bunch of these role guys for the Heat are about to um create a bunch more moments that they'll be remembered by, or Jimmy, if he were to get this done, it's gonna just be inherent that he does a bunch of other cool stuff for us to watch. So that's like the fun part of this is that if he were to continue on, get six, seven, eight more games in this run. Yeah. Can we he, argue that
0: might be the closest thing to somebody dragging a team to the finals by himself? Cause we're, we're going to give Dragic so much credit there that. Who, no. Who did you say? The 2020.
2: Oh, um, but Tyler had a series guys yeah. were shooting. No,
1: but, Bam and Goron really pulled their weight in they 2020. Did, they, did. Like, they each had so they a series heard. where they were the best, uh, where they were the highest score or whatever.
0: I mean, Bam pulled his weight more in 2020 than he has this postseason. Isn't that sort of the dirty little secret here? At least offensively. Well,
1: if you're comparing to Jimmy, then yeah. It was he yeah. – like I was actually looking through some of those series just kind of individually recently, and they were – Jimmy and Bam kind of well, – when you just talk about points, right? Again, not everything that matters, but it's it was really close. You know what I mean? Whereas now it's Jimmy is up here and – bam is you know kind of at half or less at a fraction of what jimmy's doing and uh again not to take shots at bam i still think he's a top 25 player still incredibly invaluable a- anybody would love to have him on the team but it just it really does just kind of make what jimmy's done stand out because yeah 2020 he had some incredible moments but it really doesn't i think even last year and this year have kind of outdone what he did in 2020 the, the lakers stuff without bam and goran was incredible that kind of stands on its own, different context makes it even more impressive. But as a playoff run, last year and this year, I think I've already outdone it. And it's funny because like, you after that bubble run, that felt so improbable as it was. And you didn't think you're going to have, I think, those types of runs again where it's going to feel as improbable. This one's already been more improbable just because they're the eight seed. Last year, they were an underrated one seed. I don't know how Jimmy keeps outdoing himself. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: No, it doesn't. And now you're going to have a little bit of a fable with him coming back from an injury during a playoff series. And let's say he goes for 33 on, uh, you know, tomorrow or tomorrow, uh, and and they win, it then it's just read. It just continues the legend. Yeah, may he rest in peace. It's it's a remarkable thing that we're watching. I just think we it, it was worth to me putting it into some context here. Right. Thanks to Greg. Thanks to Alex. Uh, thanks for our sponsors, AllProConstructionBuilders.com. Check them out. Reach out to Danny. He will take care. You mentioned five reasons. You get a 10% discount. Better Edge, use the code 5RSN and bet legally. And Prize Picks use that code 5FIVE and make sure you make your deposit. Have a good night, everybody.
1: Thank you for
2: listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network.